Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I think the state of our country is we're in trouble. I think our democracy is in trouble. I think our democracy is seriously at risk. I would not say that to a group of high school students. That's the mayor, Karen Bass, when we asked what she would tell a class of L.A. high school kids about where we stand. If I'm talking to a group of young people, I need to inspire them. I cannot go in and tell them the real state. It's August 30th. This is the L.A. Local, your TLDR for what's happening in the L.A. area. I'm Alex Silverman, and today we're bringing you the highlights from our exclusive conversation with Mayor Bass on KNX In-Depth. It's one of the very few wide-ranging interviews she's done since she took office as mayor in December. I feel like I talk to the press all the time, but I'm not opposed to that. Yeah, we'll get more on what she thinks about transparency later. But right before the mayor came in, we got word an 11th bus of migrants had gotten here from Texas. So we asked for her response to that. I think that it's, it's quite despicable. I think that it is a political ploy. And I say that because if it was sincere, it would be coordinated. And it is not coordinated at all. And I was particularly concerned last week when we thought we were going to have terrible weather conditions. The fact that coming from the state of Texas, where they're used to hurricanes, used to dramatic weather events, that they would send a bus in those conditions. Meanwhile, today at City Hall, council members have asked the L.A. city attorney to investigate the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, on allegations of human trafficking, kidnapping and other potential crimes. So we'll see what comes of that. Uh, Meanwhile, we wanted to get some real talk out of the mayor. You know, what's it really like to do that job? So Charles Feldman, Rob Archer asked what she's learned since she's actually been in it. So it's not just a matter of what I can't do, but it's a matter of how long it takes to get things done. And that's even pushing past the bureaucracy and things still taking a long time. Is the bureaucracy worse then than you thought? Um, it's, I mean, you were you were in Washington, my God. Well, well, so. Right. But you know what? But a big difference is, uh, for example, in Washington, it's not like I had to deal with contracts or I was trying to get, you know, things in the street fixed or anything like that. So it's a different level of bureaucracy. So uh, to me, in wanting to get things done quickly, there's a homeless encampment and I want it moved right away. Well, I have to go find hotel rooms. And then there's the complexity of contracts and all of that type of bureaucracy. That, of course, I didn't experience in either Washington or Sacramento. And that really is the difference. And, of course, we asked more about homelessness, which is issue number one. And it's the one issue she does talk to the press about all the time. But I want you to hear this exchange about how what's happening now can't really be the long-term plan. 
you know, our program of Inside Safe, putting people in motels, you financially, you can't sustain that forever. We have right. got to come up with a cheaper way to do interim housing. And that's why we were looking at some of the acquisitions, but we still have to look for an even cheaper way. But I'm going to tell you something, though. Because I felt it was such an emergency, I could have spent the first four months of my administration designing the world's best program. I said, we have got to act. You talk about getting people to have faith. Mm -hmm. People need to see results. Can you imagine if I had spent four months going, wait a minute, wait a minute, it's not quite ready? People wanted to see folks off the street today. We asked for listener questions, and one of the top items we got, both personally for me on social media and in the calls we got from KNX listeners, was about how dirty the city is. Los Angeles is trash. There is trash all over the place. Freeways, roads, public parks, sidewalks, and and much more. It really is time for Los Angeles to clean up the mess and the filth. So my question is, what are the plans to clean up our beautiful city. There you go. I I know this is going to sound strange, but this is one of the reasons why I really like being mayor. Okay. Because she is 100% correct. I drive down the street and I'm horrified by it. Do you know that we have 900 vacancies in L.A. sanitation? 900? 900. Do you know we have 300 vacancies in street services? Is that because we don't pay enough? No. Well... No, I don't think so. We have the money for these positions. We need to hire people in sanitation. The other thing that bothers me, and I raised this with the governor, is that on our freeways, our freeways look terrible. You go to some cities and freeways are beautiful. They're green. They're lush. In our city, you see trash. You see graffiti. But you know what? That's a state issue. It's Caltrans. So she said she talked to the governor when he was here for the hurricane and said we've got to do something, especially before the World Cup and the Olympics. We're reaching out to the governor's office to see what he has to say about that. Speaking of Hillary, Bass said it made her think differently about how prepared we are for things like crazy weather and climate change. I do feel that that is a wake-up call to tell us now we can't just look at other states and say, well, that could never happen here. So it made me feel like we better think of all weather events and not say just because it's never happened here. So maybe it'll snow this winter. Maybe it'll okay, well. <laughs> yeah, We got some, uh, some calls about Metro. In response to a, a listener who talked about the drug dealing and other things going on at his station, uh, here's what the mayor had to say. You know, what happened with Metro is during the pandemic, when all of us were sequestered at home, uh, the unhoused essentially took over the stations as well as the train. And so we have, and then by the way, this didn't just happen in Los Angeles, this happened around the country. And so we're looking at how we resolve that. Absolutely, there needs to be law enforcement that's there. But we also started a program of ambassadors, which are a lot of people that are hired to just kind of move things along, doing things like playing music so that people uh, cannot, you know, view that as a place to sleep. But what we're talking about long term at Metro is that we're going to have to actually build housing on Metro and provide services. Huge issue in the city, the strike, Writers Guild, SAG-AFTRA, 
And the criticism that we've heard that the mayor hasn't been vocal enough in trying to get past the impasse and get something done. We asked her about that. So, you know, uh, what I could do is I could grandstand and have a press conference and, and call everybody to the carpet. But maybe the, maybe that works. I don't think it does. Okay. And because I am in regular contact with all sides and absolutely have been making that point. But one thing about me, and you'll find this in my administration, and I might get criticized for it, but I don't run to the microphones and the ca- or the cameras and grandstand. And so you found with the UTLA as well as the school employees, I got the same criticism. What people didn't know was that we had actually been talking and meeting, and ultimately you saw them at City Hall. So what don't we know about what's going on between well, I'm not you and tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know we uh, we had to try. We mentioned at the beginning that Mayor Bass hasn't really done this, a, a wide-ranging interview on any topic we wanted to ask her about. We had a listener call and ask if she thinks mayors should be required to do that because, you know, past ones have done it, mayors in other cities do it. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to that, but why, I don't Why don't think, you do it, though? Well, I mean, actually, I never thought about it because I now, talked well, to wait, the now, press wait, hold on, so Mayor. Wait, wait a minute. You've Because you were, you were saying before how, you know, this isn't your first rodeo. You've been in Congress for a long time. You know the way the game is played. And you know that previous mayors have had, that gentleman is right, previous mayors have had from time to time these general news conferences. You know in Washington, when you were in Congress, Congress people have all the time, sometimes on specific questions, sometimes on not so specific questions. So why aren't you doing it? That well, is a good question. to be honest... I feel like I talk to the press all the time, but I'm not opposed to that. What I wouldn't do, though, is that I don't think it needs to be in the charter, and I don't think that a person needs to be required to do it. I guess from my point of view, when I do press conferences, it is about a specific issue, but I am always open to entertaining other questions, but just know that I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. So there you have it. We'll see if it happens. We'll see if we uh, get more opportunities to ask the mayor questions about wide ranges of topics like we did today. And we do appreciate her coming into KNX News. It was definitely an insightful interview. Thanks to, uh, to Rob Archer and Charles Feldman for doing such a great job at posing those questions and for our listeners at, at submitting topics, uh, things that you wanted to hear the mayor asked about. So that's the L.A. Local for today, August 30th. Feedback, LA Local at knxnews.com. Anything you want to say to us, whether you like it, you don't like it, whatever it is. If you do like the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe there so you'll get notified on your phone when the show comes down every day. Keep up on anything going on in Southern California, 97.1 FM. Ask your smart speaker to play KNX News. Get the Odyssey app and search KNX. I'm Alex Silverman, back with another LA Local tomorrow. See ya. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.